Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you good. Can you hear me good? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Do you hear any other noise? No, it's actually, it's very quiet in the background. Alles klar. Good. Do you hear any noise from me? Nein. Okay. All right. Um, so I can always trim this part out. So, you know, we can do like a movie. <laughs> like, a, uh, what's that? You know, like when you... When you I love unedits. I love the unedits. You know? Really? So you can always, yeah, you could always send me the... You can send everything with all the bits and pieces in the background. Sound tricks. I just, I think it's more, it calms me down when I hear, listen to a, okay. listen to a podcast that has that kind of unedited version that I can choose from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, ha I haven't, I, I don't have like an intro song. I haven't tried that. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, 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 no. You didn't listen to the first episode? You just outed yourself. Yeah, no, I listened to the introduction you did. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. Oh, was there another episode that I don't know of? Yeah, there is a there is a full episode, first episode I did uh, two weeks ago, uh, where I deconstructed the um, the quote: "Anxiety is the hallmark of spiritual insecurity," and oh, that was a mouthful. Jesus. Yeah, that was a motherfucking mouthful. Yeah, I don't know how I. Yeah, I had to go hard in a bitch. You know me. Okay. <laughs> but Abdul, it's been such a long time since I first of all seen you, but also yeah, I had like this. Uh, these talks that we usually have, that we used to have when I lived back in Aarhus. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's really nice to be able to do this again. Really, really nice. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So, um, the before we start the show today and before I introduce the show today, I want to give out disclaimers. I also always do this in every episode. And I always tell people that they they should take what resonates and leave what doesn't. It's really important that people use that are listening use their discernment. And uh, I know a lot of people listening have very very powerful judgments and discernments. Not judgments, but discernment. So filter out what resonates and and leave what doesn't. Like, do not come and project your stuff on me. I'm not here to give you the truth. I'm just here to give you an opinion. So. Okay. <laughs> yes and uh, with that said I would like to introduce my guest Abdul Duga and you bet you correct me if I'm butchering your last name I've always butchered your last name actually I've never I yeah, never felt Dube. like I said Dube okay Dube mm. yeah yeah I never felt like I said it correctly so <laughs> Abdul yeah. Dube yeah that's that that am I that is me <laughs> Welcome, Abdul. Um, oh, thank so, you. Thank you for the invite also. Yes, of course. I, I really, I had you in mind uh, for such a long time and I'm really, really grateful that you want to uh, join me today. Cool. How, how long do we talk for? Uh, like whatever. 90 minutes? 90. Oh, or you... 90. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's a whole yeah, football I don't know. game. You know? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see where this goes. I, I, I know that we're gonna end up in many, many. Uh, what's that? Side, side avenues. Avenues. Yeah. <laughs> avenues. Yeah. No, I'm just saying 90 minutes because it's like you know it, it gives one the calm that I don't have to rush through anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Let's just say 90 minutes. 
Like let's let's put that as the abstract goal, but not the definitive. Please, I'm, please. I'm good. I'm good with that. Alistair, Alistair. <laughs> I really want to uh, have you give an introduction of yourself first before we dive deep. So please, if yeah. you would like, yes. Yeah, and uh, thanks for that. Thanks for the intro. Thanks for setting up. Um, and thanks that we could take time earlier just to look at some of the technicalities. That's really nice that it's out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, my name is Abdul. Uh, I have a full name, which is Abdul Kader. But I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't typically use that. My, my, my mother uses my entire name. <laughs> And then I go into full attention. Um, and uh, my son and my wife also tries and uh, do that with me, but it, it doesn't resonate that well. Like I know like mother's voice and mother's frequency. So, mm, mm. Uh, But nonetheless, so I am the middle of three. Um, and we were all raised in a small suburb, mm. which many which many would call the ghetto um, in the Cape Town context of it all. And mm. so I am born in the geographic location called South Africa. Mm. Um, it had names before the settlers came, but, you know, that's what we use these days. Um, there's names like Azania, Mzanzi, um, and, and these are a little bit more closer to the localities that we live from. But I come from the town called uh, Cape Town. Also, mm. it had a name before, but we don't use that that much. It, mm. is, on the, it is on the comeback. And, and I'll just say shortly that there is... What is that name? Lo- what is the... Yeah, it's kind of... It's phonetical, so I always butcher it because I don't know the, the elements in it. Okay. Um, but I'll get to I'll get to be able to... I mean, the meaning of it is the place where the clouds collect or the, where the clouds meet. The place where the clouds connect. Okay. Yeah, where the, where the clouds meet. Yeah. Meets. Um, um, and in the phonetics, it's probably a coup because the first peoples that were here when, this, when the settlers came, they were the coup and the San, also now known as the Khoi Khoi, um, and their dialects and their tongue was kind of the base of how I speak today if I go back home. Mm. And that that we call Guma. Guma. Uh, guma, guma, yeah. And it, it is apostrophe G-U-M-A. Okay. And it is at its baseline, it is a lingua franca, meaning that it was a tongue that was created by... Um, the French? Uh, people. No, not the French. Fuck the French. Um, no, it Fuck was... The French. Uh, no, it was um, like lingua franca in these colonies, you know, of yesteryear was um, that many peoples from all over the world um, that were considered less human than the settlers that came, um, they congregated and they would typically speak their own tongues and their own tongues would mix and that mix would become a converse, I mean, would become this language that let's say the settler doesn't immediately understand. So. Um, in other colonies like the Creole uh, parts of the world, uh, Caribbean, there is a language that forms because of the peoples on the ground that meet. And, you know, uh, mm. the Cape Town story is Indonesian, Javanese, Malay, 
It has people from Madagascar. We mm. have people from the Zanzibar island. And these are all peoples um, um, that were typically enslaved because the place they are from, Cape Town, was um, much more a, um, a corporational occupation, if one can mm. put it in that way. Because, you mm. know, the, the other colonies were put together because it was some royal... Uh, douche thinking that they can do what they did I mean whatever and mm-hmm. so this one this one in particular is quite methodical put together you know so everyone that was in the Cape in the early years they were there because they were purpose-based do you know what I mean I see yeah they yeah. they either came in as workforce mm. and, and stripped of name and stripped of mm. a surname and then given a name okay um, so my family's name um, is Moses, or one half of his Moses, mm-hmm. um, my father's mother. Um, and that would also typically denote that uh, her lineage was probably also um, of enslaved people that uh, mm. came to the Cape. Mm. Um, and then my father's father was um, of Shona descent, meaning that he is from uh, Zimbabwe, mm. and more specifically from Bulawayo, Bulawayo. Um, and those are the Shona people, and they have a very quick, uh, close link to the Indebele people um, that are from this kind of north north region of of, um, of South Africa. Mm. And so um, I didn't know the man that well uh, because of the past um, attached to it. Mm. Um, I met him a few times. Uh, I think the first time I can remember was he was on his way home or we met with him the, the, the day before and then the day after he was getting on the train to leave um, and go back to Zimbabwe in the train. Um, and so there were only stories that linked me to him. And when mm. I got older and before he passed away, um, my siblings met with him. And there he gave permission that, you know, we can also make use of his, his ethnon, his, um, mm-hmm. his surname, surname yeah. um, in, in, um, in relation to that, you know, it would give us this kind of um, point of reference, you know, that mm. you are from the continent, you are from Zim, you, are, you have this rich lineage. And I think mm-hmm. if, if the circumstances around it was better, then we mm. probably would have had him more in our lives. Mm. But the way South Africa was set up, he was a laborer that migrated from Zimbabwe to come and find work in the Cape. And through that, I think he met my grandmother and then my father and his nine siblings were born. Mashallah. And um, so she was Muslim and my grandfather was Christian. And under the laws and circumstances of the Republic of South Africa back then under the nationalist government, um, there's these categories. I mean, it's a fucking long story. So, you know, but anyway, (laughs) there's these categories that the national government gave. And so um, if you were Muslim, you were typically classified as a Cape Malay. Um, And if you were of mixed descent, then you were known as a Cape Colored. Okay, Cape Colored. Yeah, so, yeah. And in Afrikaans, it was called the Clearlum. Clearlum, okay. Yeah, and you can kind of get the Germanness within it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a color, colorling or color thing or something, right? Yeah. 
Um, so those peoples are typically denoted as, I mean, they have mixed heritage and the heritages are like all over the world from, but the national government needed to, you know, make it easy for themselves. So they just classified you as a Cape Colored. And there's still talks these days in our contemporary times of whether people want to hold on to that identity that was given or mm. if you are moved away from it and mm. identify in the way that you want to. So it's a beautiful conversation right now. Mm. And in that, there is many folks that maybe have a clearer um, uh, heritage line that are connecting to the first peoples, which is the conquest that was you know, done in the United States mm. and Canada, where first peoples were met and um, systematically they were erased um, mm. from the landscape in a way. But there's a beautiful resurgence where youngsters are learning this, the, the tongue, mm. which, I mean, just from a phonetical point of view, it is quite clicky in its, in its, in its um, formation. Mm. Um, uh, like guma uh, that I said to you, mm. you know, with the, with the apostrophe in front of it gives you the, the, the hardness of the G that you have mm. to pronounce. Mm. And then we have words like when an English person says, ouch, we say, Aina. Aina. Um, <laughs> Aina, exactly, which is like, ouch. And then um, for an insect, we would say, Joja. Joja. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we have words that are actually from the Indonesian language that is pisang. Pisang, what is this? Uh, pisang is banana. Banana, okay, pisang. Mm -hmm. And then for many years or while I was growing up, um, the Muslim community would say uh, kanala, which is please. Kanala, please. Uh -huh. And they would say tramakasi, which is thank you. Tamakasi or tomakasi. And I tramakasi. Tramakasi. Tr yeah, tramakasi. Now, both those words are Indonesian links, and in Indonesia, they have another version of how they say Trimikasi. Trimikasi. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, okay, and, that's and, really interesting. And so there's that similarities into quite a bit of like how this Guma language is like spoken, because it's such a mixed pot of, you know, many, yeah, yeah, many yeah. different words. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, wow. And so, you know, born in the late 70s, um, grew up in the last days of apartheid mm. and um, my parents were fortunate when my dad had a fixed job and my mom was a hairdresser so um, I would say our upbringing was well and like it was established um, but it also had all its um, all its challenges attached to being where we were and um, how many other people were also kind of living through this, this thing called apartheid. Mm. Um, so for the first, I mean, the early days of us living in the, in the town, uh, the ghetto uh, called Mitchell's Plain, which was a very big endeavor by the national government to house all the people that are from the Cape. Mm. So the houses were what, what is called in French a masonette, <laughs> and uh, it was typically a three-bedroom house with a kitchen and a lounge. Mm. And then you had this little front yard, which had green grass. And it didn't have picket fences, but it had a fence. Mm. And all the homes were these like pastel colors, like mint green and, mm. and peach. And um, 
the roads so were idyllic. clear. Sounds yeah, no, I mean, you know, so from that idyllicness, it was a very constructed mm. and socially engineered space, mm. which by the late 80s started falling apart because the youth at that time was just like, fuck all this shit. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, they blocked streets. They, you know, there was a violent overthrow. Um, and then the years preceding the, the boycott or the, or the, or the, the uprising, the, like the physical uprising um, where police were in our streets and shot tear gas close to my home and while mothers and grandmothers were out and mm. they just shot ga- gas into the, into the street. Um, wow. And, and um, so I grew up and, you know, this idyllicness kind of started fading out because uh, all the peoples were spread around the Cape for many, many years. Mm. And... Um, I think the the honey, you know, as the honeymoon was fading, <laughs> the reality, the, the realities exactly. of what they what what they engineered was coming yeah. through, you know. So yeah, the construction gangs, was yeah, yeah, gangs became like a big thing, and mm. drugs also made its way into the community. Yeah. Um, okay. But with all of that, I still have some of the fondest memories of growing up. Is you know attached to. Mm. to the years I spent in um, my little neighborhood called Lentegeer. And I lived in a street that was called Carnation. And then there was other streets of flowers or important trees like the acacia tree or, Mm. um, yeah. Um, So these are, it's a kind of like more historical uh, uh, thing there with like where where I'm from (laughs) or who I am. And then, wow. I mean, as I grew up and finished school, I moved closer to the city. You know, I, mm. I got 12 years of the national government education, which, if I can tell you in short, was enough for me to become a factory worker. That, that's, wow. that's kind okay. of it. And then um, many of us, oh, I mean, I can speak for myself, is that I, I thought differently. <laughs> and so I missioned closer and closer to the city and... In that sense, you know, my English changed because now I was speaking the the capital's English, and, um, and there's there was a difference nightlife. in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a way yeah. big difference. I mean, okay. it was only forty five minutes, but like the English and the accents would de- definitely change. Mm. And you know, I made yeah. my I'm, 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 I made things happen until where I'm sitting now in, mm. in the Europe and, and living here. Yeah, um, but you've you've Abdul. Uh, you've done so much like there is there is much more and we could we, we could go on way longer for you where you could explain more in depth with the rich uh, past that you also have which I know uh, personally personally but um, I just I really want to like ask how you got into doing a zine a festival in Aarhus that you do today and the work that you're doing now like how did you get to this point that you are at now yeah, I mean, it's it's all actually still slightly linked because just uh, I think about a month ago, I was also talking about how I got into zines. And it was because of that moment in time in the late 80s, 90s, you know, my sister brought home um, this black and white photocopied thing. And, mm. and she didn't call it a zine. I don't think it like that language wasn't there, but it was, you know, it was a magazine that they made themselves at school. Mm. And I really liked the simplicity. I fell in love immediately. I didn't encounter it again until I think I was done with school and I was very, very close to the inner city. 
that I encountered like a very big personality in Cape Town called Zebulon Dread. And okay. they made their own zine as well. It was called Futsik, mm. uh, which, is a, which is like a swear word. Um, in, okay, in, what does in it mean? Cape Town. It's like a cursing. It's like a, I don't want to say general, but like you would, like it's, it's the way you would shun a dog away from you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so when you turn it on a human, it is like we, 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 it sounds very rude to us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he had these big, long dreadlocks, had a bit of a pot belly and wore like these cloths wrapped around his body. A very proud black man with these long dreadlocks. And mm. um, he had a certain sentiment against um, um, anyone that were looking at him strangely. And, mm. you know, there was a lot of like, he was in this kind of green market square. Anyway, long story short is that <laughs> I, also saw, I also saw his zine and then mm. encountered like another zine called Cyber Vaseline in the inner city. Mm. Um, and you know, that really made me interesting, uh, interested. Um, and like my art and culture kind of love affair um, was also kind of made up because I moved closer to the city and then little by little, I got to know that there was an art campus. Mm. And little by little, I got to know that there, were, there was these art events or these art institutions in the city. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, gravitated closer to them and um, assisted everyone where I could and where I could and kind of in that, I also grew to a point where I wanted to make my own projects. Um, mm. And, you know, so organizing came into play and, um, but there was still this love affair for this thing of making your own magazine mm. with my own rules mm. and not wait, not waiting on anyone. Mm. Um, and then a friend of mine was doing this poetry session called um, Verses. Verses. Like the verses. Yeah. yeah, like the ver- the verses of text or the yeah. verses of a book or whatever. Yeah. Or verses of a song. And then I was like, cool, well, here's all the poets. And I make a, you know, I like making zines. And I so started asking some of the started asking some of the poets to collab- and, like contribute. Mm. And I made a little zine called Pictures and Words. Mm. Which is literally just kind of compilation style, and you know, if any of the poets that I met at this evening's called verses would be so kind to give me a poem, then I would put it into the zine and sell it mm. on the night of the of the thing. And okay. that, that wasn't a big economical thing; it was much more just kind of feeding something into the community that was like really in love with spoken word. And mm. it was a really beautiful time in Cape Town. Mm. Mm. Wow. like early early 2000s yeah okay. um and zines is now filling a lot of my life because since i moved to denmark mm. i then became more seriously into collecting them and making them and that was all the way back in 2006 2007 wow so take all that time and then you'll see about six seven eight suitcases worth of zines that i've collected mm. from all over the world mm. And to use that as a resource, I make a, a zine a zine fair. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a little bit quiet these last days because of COVID, mm. but um, there it would be a great space to kind of invite any others that are making their own or mm. those that want to make their own mm. um, and 
get some inspiration from other towns or from other cities in and around um, in and around uh, Europe, mm. um, and also assisted the, the the crew in Copenhagen. It's also been handed over to a new crew now, mm. but they're still going strong. And I think there's has just been or it will be coming now in October. Mm. Um, and it's a great like meeting spot for folks that that are in a way saying you know there is other medias and there's other ways of knowing mm. and, and there's other ways of knowledge production exactly yeah and so there's groups that are meeting up and make their own or there's individuals that make their own zines mm. um and it's a beautiful medium that's why i think i'm still so in love with it um, i'm gearing up uh, to make a reading room i think i want to now make it slightly more public Okay. But still, I need I need to have some sort of buffer in between because I don't always have all the time. Because I have a little bit of a side thing where I like make my living and you know pay for rent and all of that. Mm, so mm. when that takes priority, I let zines just calm down. But I think mm. I can work towards like a artist-run reading room and get a few youngsters that want to help me and mm. kind of host a night or two. Yeah, 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 that would be amazing. Because the co- yeah. the collection is the collection is becoming really big, and it's a shame that it's only in a. I know, I saw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know how to like you. You know, I'm still like practicing these transitions. Like, I'm really not trying to be this pseudo journalist or pseudo radio host where like it sounds all flaky and weird, but. I'm going to try, now that I've like put it out of the way and said it how I really feel about it, I'm just going to try to make a transition into getting into the subject today. Alice, good. Yeah, I mean, this was also nice that you gave so much time to the introduction. So, oh, definitely, because, because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't in any way do you justice because there's so much more to you and there's so much wisdom and, and, uh, and yeah, just so much more I know you can share. So it's, it's, um, it's very little, but thank you so much for uh, introducing uh, yourself, your your background, your family, uh, the historical context of South Africa, and also the the red lining, not the red lining, sorry, the silver lining of uh, your your introduction into the zine world and and where you are today, and and hopefully mm. I'll I'll get to see the the artist run um, uh, showroom that you will do one day. Um, yeah, the reading room. You definitely have room. to come and read. Yes, yes. And yes. Uh, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Abdul, I chose, um, as you know, uh, my show Words to Love By is based on choosing a quote and deconstructing it. Um, okay. Because, because uh, I, I believe that um, we as a society, but also we as a community, sometimes are uh, afflicted by, <clears throat> by, you know, especially internet culture, but afflicted by mantras or quotes we see or idioms that are handed down either through our parents or through the internet or by friends that sometimes instill some kind of expectations, the, the expectation that we put on ourselves or a, an a aspiration. And, and what I uh, want to uh, like end in hopes I probably never will, but I probably will hope to add to ending is this, um, is this capitalist function that many of these quotes have. So what I like doing is that I like taking a quote and then uh, creating more loving reminders for the community. So words to love by uh, is a show that really tries to just give loving reminders instead of instilling some kind of, you know, workforce mantra. So I have chosen um, today the quote, fortune is favored by the bold um, Mm -hmm. because... 
uh, yeah, I think it would be interesting to talk to you about it. And I really want to deconstruct it with you. And I really want your thoughts on it. And yeah, so that's going to be our focus today. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, for... it's, it, sounds, it sounds nice. Um, <laughs> let, let me just write it down because I'm sitting okay. here with a pen. But um, right. give it. G- let me g- give it to me again. Fortune yeah. favors the bold. Favors the bold. It's it's a uh, old Latin. I don't know the Latin. Uh, don't don't make me say the Latin pronunciation. Uh, Ausiencia fortuna. I don't even know. But it, it, the, the English version is fortune favor, favors the bold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's a nice quote. And yeah. um, given its space and its, um, given a space and given, you know, the opportune context, I, I think it would resonate with many people. And um, surely it does with me as well. But I think there's just sometimes um, like how popular culture or how it's been favorably used mm-hmm. is maybe sometimes what what um, doesn't sit so well or, you know, mm-hmm. makes me sit on attention to kind of listen to like, okay, so what, yeah. what do you actually mean, right? It's triggering, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so fortune, fortune is like Yeah, what does that mean? And, Let's, let's, yeah, let's start with the first yeah. word, fortune. So, I mean, fortune, let's say that that is, um, could be considered a treasure as well, mm-hmm. like fortune or fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can do us both a favor and be like googly and just um, get some <laughs> you could sort also of... Do that. I'm also thinking, yeah. uh, let, and I can tell you some of my thoughts, my, the words that come to my mind while you Google. Yeah, go, go, go. Yeah. When I hear fortune, I also think uh, epiphanies, uh, small nuggets, like golden nuggets, like not something that's that's always has to be like big and fanfare, like big, you know, like uh, grotesque stuff, like grotesque, like uh, money, money, lotto, you know, kind of jeopardy kind of fortunes, but more like yeah like you said like treasures like epiphanies like aha moments um something that just gives a clarity uh whether that be you know a gain of like a monetary gain or not or like a it's something that's like it it, it's uh it's something that you gain but yeah, I think when I think usually when people hear the word fortune, they also think monetary, but it doesn't have to be, in my opinion. When I think about the word fortune, it doesn't have to be monetary. So there's many. No, I mean, uh, it shouldn't. It's, but it's I mean, like, this is also why this is also why I'm saying, um, you know, there is a, you know, it's an old one. It's been with us for a long time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been used in a certain way, right? So yeah. kind of way I where I get to it is. Oh, let's just, I mean, fuck it. Now I'm going like super fast. But anyway, so, um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, definition on some sort of dictionary level is yeah. um, the first one is large sum of money. Okay. See, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the first thing people think. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, it, it does also go to room of valued possessions. Yes. Okay. Effective mm-hmm. possessions. Um, yeah. Yeah, like a, a store of material possessions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, prosperity attained partly through luck. 
prosperity obtained partly through luck. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't agree with the last part, but yes. Okay. <laughs> it's been, <laughs> it's very definitive. I don't know how I feel about this, but it is a dictionary. Yeah. And then there's more like a, um, another meaning. Um, fortunes plural. The turns and courses of luck uh, okay. accompanying one's progress as you know through life. Then uh, there's okay. also some sort of definition of fate, you know, prediction fate. of fortune. Yeah. yeah. Um, a hypothetical force of personified power that unpredictably determines events and issues favorably to uh, or unfavorably. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. And so these definitions are really nice because I've either seen them in a video or I've seen them, um, seen them how Hollywood uh, or, or someone is using. Yeah, them. yeah. Well, um, you know what? Uh, I just pulled up uh, uh, an explanation actually, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up one on you because the, okay. the page the page that I found says fortune favors fortune favors the bold fortune courageous action uh, which is rewarded encouraging uh, people to do what scares them. It's a variation of fortune favors the brave. So now there is a play on brave and, and bold, Ooh. which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Where I, I, I definitely like the last part. I actually like fortune favors the brave a lot more than the bold. Because if you're, if you're bold every day, you're an asshole. You can't be bold uh, every day. Just... <laughs> For sure. I mean, I, I think that also probably brings me closer to, you know, what I, what I was kind of almost trying to riff off of this, that, um, you know, fortune favors the bold also is just kind of pointing at... Um, Let's use another word from the dev dictionary, but you know it would it would fortune the extrovert, you know. So like, yeah, if you exactly. would take it, exactly. if you would if you would <laughs> if you'd be the first jumper or the first, you know, then you know fortune will come your way. Exactly. And yeah. um, that's that's cool. That's but, that's I mean, the one percent. That's the psychopath. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's okay for those that you know feel that their lives are orientated around you know being bold. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah. great, but there's also folks that don't really, um, you know, need to go that way. And yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. fortune screamed money at me, um, mm -hmm. and not coming from any um, mm -hmm. and knowing how the world kind of works, I um, maybe but have something also to work on to like not think that way. But nonetheless, so you know, like fortune favors the bold. It's just such a such a huge statement for go get it you know and yeah, that go getting yeah. that go getting vibe is sometimes super fucking irritating yeah yeah it's it, and it plays into this contemporary notion of hustle culture and and having to like hustle like you have to just go for it like you have to sleep what four hours and get up and get up early, early in the morning and just apply 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 yourself like constantly apply yourself and dry yourself up. yeah um which you know the system benefits more of oppressed people when, especially one thing is, especially when we're poor and downtrodden, but even more when there is like a, a carrot at the end, like, and, and this is, this is, it can be like mix, mix match. Like I think what, for me, what I, what I find this quote to be, it's a very yes and no, like it doesn't fit. Like in my opinion, it's a yes and no in the sense that, it's very changeable, right? Fortune is very changeable. It's like the wind. Because what is fortune? What is your personal fortunes? How do you know 
what your epiphanies lie in. Well, if you ask for a raise, if that's your fortune, or if it's when you ask that one person now that you've been having a crush on for three years, or if it's taking uh, extra, like it's the small things, right? It's the small things. Whereas, but as you said, in an extroverted world or in the, in the means of like pushing extroversion into people, it's, it's, it's like bold, right? Like boldness. So the boldness is kind of off for me. So it's a yes and no in the sense that I actually rather would go with the brave, honestly, because it's bravery. Like what, what creates bravery of wanting to take steps uh, that could be huge for some people, like a small step, yeah. that could mean, you know, I don't want to use the, I'm not going to mention that stinky ass moon phrase everybody uses, but I was just about to, I was, I just caught myself right before I was going to use the small step for, yeah, Yay. 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 you know what I mean? I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. So. No, and I mean, yeah, there, there is definitely that vibe that I was picking up. Or, you know, I mean, I would just say, you know, whoever's using the quote, you know, can make it work for for what they're saying. And I think mm. what one what one gets to hear within, you know, popular messages um, these days is always just so. F- it's, it, it always breaks it down to like you're either a bold person or you're not mm. and if you're not bold you know then then you're not bold <laughs> yeah and yeah I'm, and i'm just okay with like not being bold um, yeah so that you know the nature of court you know you know it's like uh um r- wielding a really powerful uh weapon right yeah, and yeah. You can yeah. you you can use it for light work or you can use it for dark work. Exactly. And, and, oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, and so, the podcast done. Podcast done. It's done. Okay. <laughs> what? What do we do? <laughs> no, no, no. I just I uh, that was a quote for me. That was a personal quote for me. I'm I'm sorry. I just interrupted you, but I really loved what you said. It's either used for light work or it's either used for dark work. I just really wanted to underline that. Go on. Sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me there, huh? one needs to understand that um, like quotes are taken out of something, right? Like uh, mm. typically it's taken out of a context of a conversation yeah. like just happened yeah. or maybe it comes out of a text, right? Yeah, yeah. Or it's a poem or yeah. it's a speech or yeah. you know, it has it has these things. So, um, and then obviously there's also context wrapped around mm. where, where it comes from. So then one mm. can start talking about origin, you know, so... Mm where was it actually spoken of mm. first and yeah exactly context actually it and actually mm-hmm. when i look up fortune favors the the, the bold uh, uh it's found in many uh army uh, military bases uh, around the world especially in europe especially yeah. um yeah so already there you have some conflicting uh yeah uh stories yeah, and context. I, 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 so it's, it's yeah, yeah fully and conflicting yeah. to to who's using it right yeah 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 um and these popular uses right and that's yeah that's also kind of what i was um so extracted from a context at times and something that just happened um the other like i think a day ago um there's this old quote um uh, jack of all trades yeah uh, a master of none jack of all trades yeah yeah but that that's also not the full quote, right? Oh, okay. What is the full quote? But, so, jack of all trades, master of none, 
and then there's a little bit that goes in the direction of but still you're not just a master of one. Oh. Wow, I have not heard this version or this yeah. edition. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me find much. the root yeah. there. And and so what what I also think um what what also happened there is that I encountered this um when I was in junior school and the English teacher said this, you know. Okay. And he only said to me, like, ah, jack of all trades, master of none. Um, and that first part of the quote stuck with me for a very long time. Like, almost in the sense feeling ashamed that I, that I really like the multiplicity of my being, you know, that I mm-hmm. can do one thing now and then I yeah. also want to do another thing and then mm. I, I also want to do another thing. Mm. And so I'm, you know, never mastering as in like mastering this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the, you know, the full phrase or the full quote, let's say it's a phrase, um, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Okay. Wow. And so by getting that last bits, I think in recent days, it's also just lifted a very long yeah. thing of of my back you know you you literally did the same for me right now by telling me this um, I'm, I'm not even kidding I, I also always like had this relationship well not in the same way as you did but I always felt shameful about it because it confronted my multi-hype like me being a multi-hyphenate with the last bit of master of none with it always just reminded me of not being good at that one good thing but now yeah. this full addition is wow it's really good it's really different yeah so oftentimes better than a master of none oftentimes 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 it's a really good and and so you can also hear in the english that it is you know it comes from a very specific time in how people spoke and Mm. um and then you know trades were the thing of how also cape town was put together you know like you, you you were a prisoner but you also had a trade and that trade is what we also stole you from or we bought you from or mm. we bought you because of that trade. Mm. Um, and so, um, you know, th- that's also kind of crazy because you mentioned it earlier, like quotes also kind of gives you that space of time and place of where they came from or, you know, when, when they were used. Because this is mm. like more a phrase or a saying that one uses. Mm. Um, um, it's an idiom, right? It's an idiom. Yeah, you... a proverb, a type of it's well, not even a proverb, no, but um, mouth of word, word of mouth, word Isn't of mouth, word yeah. of mouth. Yeah. yeah. But but what's interesting is that it 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 the the reason why it's a word of mouth is that it continues being added on. It continues having the 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 the, the beauty of being allowed to be um, reframed, uh, just like we're doing right now with the fortune favors the bold. Like it's it's being reframed from like word to mouth. And yeah, yeah, fully. But I mean, then its popular use comes into play again because its popular use, um, yeah, you know, yeah. erased erased the the bottom yeah. part that basically yeah, 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 yeah. was kind of saying yes to your plurality, mm. yes to the polyphony of mm. your being, mm. yes to being able to do a little bit more than just the one thing, right? Mm. Or it almost almost speaks about it's okay to be a generalist. 
Yeah, it also almost speaks into the more you can be productive and the more you can put into labor in any kind of way possible, the more you can, yeah, be benefited off of. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 fully. But I mean, don't just use it within. I mean, now we're getting a little bit into like the uses of it, but um, yeah. like it, it doesn't necessarily need to be um, because in the context, my my English teacher was speaking to me it was like, um, like I wrote a composition or a story that I needed to write, and I put I put a story in inside a story. Okay, and, and he was like, "Oh, you know, master of." Like, you know, you're starting to do these like double things, mm-hmm. but you're not mastering anything. Mm. Um, and I mean, bless his soul for what he thought he was doing. Yeah, also put, uh, put me put me off a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so I like I can't like I shouldn't do this like thing that I see a lot in or that I read a lot in like science exactly, fiction. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a little bit of a bummer. But anyway, I mean, yeah, now, yeah. now the shit's got lifted off my shoulders. I'm like, yeah, yeah exactly. okay, anyway. Yeah, 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 I'm anyway. a journalist, and that's kind of the way it is. And, you know, I'm going to celebrate <laughs> that anyway. Which is also, you know, to look at this, you know, fortune favors the bold. Is that for sure, you know, those that would dare step out of the line, um, you know, that could, you know, and then fortune becomes a spectrum. So it could be whatever it is for you. But exactly. again, these kind of, these, these, these like uses that I get hammered by the, marketing department you know just makes it feel yeah, that yeah if you yeah. are not uh, one thing then you are other thing and yeah, like, exactly. it never it never releases you to be um um to be okay with the polyphony of things right like to mm. be okay that you know there's people that can do more than one thing mm. and, and it's okay mm. <laughs> um, because, you know, the day I would say the machine always wants us to do one thing and do it perfect, right? So we can give our full devotion to it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like the idea that we'll be, you know, here today, you know, gone tomorrow or that exactly. they just exactly. want you to be able to graft, 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 yeah. graft, graft. Yeah. And I think this has been the, you know, somewhat of a blessing of these last days for those that of us that have been able to take exactly. a bit of a time off from mm. that mechanism. Mm. Mm. Is to just really think, like you know, is that really the worst, worst it way? Exactly. Um, or is there other ways that we can also be? Um, and 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 that's why I think it's so generous in that way. But um, you know, depending on your situation, do you have that time to be that generous with yourself? Do you know, mm. to kind of think, mm. think in these lofty ways of mm. um, um, of uh, reflection and stuff. It's not everyone exactly, that can exa- do that. Exactly. That's also yeah, yeah. It's a privilege for us to even sit here and talk and and resonate about this in the in the quote unquote enlightened Europe. But it's like it's 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 even this is very privileged. So it's it's also people. Some people don't know they are literally just slaves of the machine right now, having to do the work for the bare minimum for the barest Barlow under in the hell Barlow minimum. So it's yeah, it's truly also a privilege to to. Uh, continue like continue this quote into what else it could mean or or talk about filter out or or you know apply it to something else um i think maybe i just want to stress this idea around the polyphony of things and and polyphony is maybe also just a new word that came into my mouth that's why i'm using it so much it's like oh it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a rounded word in my mouth it. 
least no, 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 yeah. I mean, like, yeah. like I, I, I really love it because also, like, I've not used polyphony, but you know, multiplicity or mm. um, polyphony, multiplicity. So, yeah, the, you know, hybridity. The, the, the the moreness of our beings that have been told you only this you know mm. and, you know mm. knowing that there is more more to us than mm. than I'm than getting what's... I'm getting pictures of X Men I think I'm gonna watch X Men after after we're done talking <laughs> I don't For know why, I keep yeah I'm getting pictures you the more you talk about yeah I'm just getting pictures of X Men I don't know why but yeah and um, I think it's good to be reminded that there's more ways. You know, like there's more ways of knowing. Number one. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's no, there's more ways of making information. There's more ways of mm. producing um, knowledge. Mm. Um, so, it's yeah, it, and it's like, it's like you you create. You're like we all have our own knowledge banks, right? We all have. Uh, I, I learned something uh, quite a while ago about having a knowledge bank and a knowledge depth. So, in the sense that you. You have a bank of your own knowledge, but then you also have kind of like a knowledge depth, like stuff you you have to come back to. I, and that can be your personal stuff. That can be your own trauma or relational trauma, whatever it is, childhood trauma. Or it can be uh, eras, like phases of your life where you were super into something that really brought you joy. Let's say when I was in college, I'm just making examples. I was in college and I got super interested in golf. And, and that just, it brought me something, the whole idea of golf the whole concept of golf but i left it uh, and i don't know why but it has such a it had such a hole on my soul and my person i'm like like but but i left it and it's a knowledge depth but the knowledge bank that i got out of this the 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 depth that i still can go back to and like finish up i never finished it up but the the the, the remaining like this the the, the the knowledge that i still have of it and, and other stif- stuff that i have knowledge of will always remain in me and because we all walk around with these experiences I think a quote like this is very interesting. Uh, either, I mean, it doesn't matter, just like you said, like on a spectrum, it doesn't matter how introverted you are and how maybe uh, uh, anxiety has gotten the best hold of your, of your life or how extroverted, how amazingly bold you have been in life. We all have different experiences, but we also all weigh uh, our, our willingness to extend or open up those new experiences by... by um, kind of gaining the risks of, you know, spontaneous, spontaneous, uh, quote unquote, fortunes or spontaneous, like, uh, like epiphanies of this could actually be good for me, but I'm too scared. And I think, I think this is what, what I like about the quote is that it, it's not necessarily that it, it, it definitively rewards monetarily or fortune in that sense, but it challenges you to get out of your comfort zone, whatever that comfort zone looks like for you to make you more experienced, higher knowledge bank, and just more forward thinking in your life, no matter what end on the spectrum you are, no matter how introverted or extroverted you are. It's just, you know, it's about, you know, gone with the wind, (laughs) willing to dance with the wind, willing to throw yourself into, but now I sound like one of those fucking coaches I know, so I'm trying to pipe down, but it's like, you know, I can't avoid sounding like it, but it's like, am I willing to, to, to see where this leads me? And, 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 and it's, it's minuscule too, right? It's about the, you can, it can happen reading a book or it can happen. Yeah. And it, it's scale, like relative and, and very like scale wise. Um, yeah. Open, open-ended. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Which which I'm 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 happy about, and I, and I really like the way that you use the analogy around it. Okay. Um, okay. Because you were also you know edging edging towards this, um, um, the least you can do also means bold. Bold yeah. is not yeah. just this fucking exactly. huge thing, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's also the small step. It's also the small win. Yeah. That that you can do for yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think that's that that that's that's important. Like there is these bigger arches, like bigger wins that we can be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, if you can do something small, that's also fucking huge, man. Because mm. you know? it builds yeah. up, it builds up to something, so something, something bigger for you. Small um, creeks create and, a big pond. Yeah. You know. But um, it's also. I think that's yeah. What were you saying? I, I, it's just because it's, I, I know that you're especially like uh, critical of the point of these quotes uh, being used as templates for like uh, from, the, from the external world to, to, to be a certain way or like in, in like we talked about toxic positivity culture, like, like putting these quotes over your head and then expecting this certain, certain uh, template, like how, how do I say, like a certain outcome. And and I just try to I just try to really just make it more um, earnest and more honest in its simplicity because, yeah, this is that's also a different type of knowing. That's also a different type of knowledge and a different type of uh, the personal depth and the 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 the, the, the private uh, evolution, like the the private evolution of oneself, has far more fortunate uh, like wins if that's the word I can go with. Yeah, wins. Then you know any any visible fortune could ever encompass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really nice to be you know be spoken about more and to encourage more because um, the message is being sent to us is saying something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the message, the, and and it's always them them real happy white folks that are so. Uh, oblivious and I mean even if if it's oblivious or not or ignorant willfully or not it's it's always so easy to come from a life of of no struggle and no pain and no trauma well not no trauma but like not the same the way that we carry it and then yeah to to then see them tell you hey you just gotta just gotta be bold just gotta hardly working or working hardly (laughs) haha you know it's just it's the like there's an extreme dissonance, extreme uh, empathetic dissonance, like lack of empathetic uh, could also go because it's like, what, what do you know about my, my, my fight to get to where I am and, and the small steps I'm taking to my own definition of success, my own fortune, the, the, the life mission that I'm living in, and the fortune that is, you know, another very spiritual uh, quote is what's meant for you will be and what's meant for you is meant for you which mm-hmm. i think i think has another um i think it's a little more inspiring to 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 hear that quote because it it just creates like a relaxation relaxation in my body because it sounds like my mother is telling me this quote and it's like yeah you know what i don't i don't know why i'm i'm putting these huge expectation in in my head and in on myself and then you know, like compensating. I'm compensating for 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 something, 
instead of just and i think this is great that you're saying compensating because it's it's um you're also mentioning earlier this word discerning quite a lot if one has not been given the opportunity or you know also knowing that most schools don't really teach you how to think for yourself they give exactly. you everything that you know the industry would need and then you go be this industry person not a lot like yeah yeah um but um again being on the you know on this avenue of 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 today of the now um if you can take the small step of meeting with you know building a small community of mm. people that you trust and and holding conversations and digging deeper into the stuff that you hold true and, you know, encountering the stuff that they hold true, mm. then one, um, you know, shares space where you can come up with new ways of being or you can come to a place where you're more accepting to, you know, others also understanding and seeing the world and reckoning with the world in different ways. Um, reckoning, yeah. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and to know that it's, you know, it's a two-way street whenever we need someone. Like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. We don't know where they were. They don't know where we were. Exactly. And we've got to be cognizant of that and to mm. give at least enough space for that to come out if it mm. wants to. Mm. Um, if it doesn't want to, then, you know, you also kind of know, well, okay, cool. I can back off mm. <laughs> um, and I don't need that vibe. So, you know, yeah, I'll yeah, just yeah. go to where, where the vibe is my vibe. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the funny thing about human beings and, and defense mechanisms. You never know if that shared intimate moment will actually be a building block in, in the community because usually communities also have trust issues. Or if it's actually going to be an opening, if it's actually going to be a small fortune <laughs> to actually open up a relationship, uh, a building block into... Because some th th this is normal. Defense mechanisms makes us vulnerable. One night we get drunk and we talk about you know this spiritual masturbation where we get high off of big, big aspirations and dreams and ideas. But the de next day you won't look me in the eyes. You won't acknowledge me like you did the night before. And this is what 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 is important. Like it's not about vibes. It's about are you willing to use the building blocks you have life has given you this far to actually like to actually give back into a community and give back and instead of compensating instead of compensating of the the fear and the and the and the lack that can scare you of what yeah yeah now i'm just going off the rails but no but i mean it's great because it's either that or you just you know go to netflix and turn it on and then forget about it yeah exactly um, that, that's the thing that's the thing like how can you was that it no that was not it like how can you not deem that uh moment as precious that was precious that's a, that's that's actually yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's just me. I don't know. I, 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 when I meet people, I also meet them on a deep level, but uh, you can never really deep meet, meet other people as deeply as they've met themselves. So it's really about who is there for the spiritual jerk-off or who's there for actually actually meeting you on a soul level and building with you personally and in a communal way. Yeah, um, and again, that is... Um... I mean, uh, I, it, it shouldn't be, um, let me just say, uh, what's coming to me, it's like I um, I hold that, I don't hold it as something that, it, that makes or breaks it for me, but I, I also understand uh, something that is generative, something that is giving, and mm -hmm. some, oh no, a place where there is reciprocity, like yeah. it's, 
there's this kind of flow vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And if it's not there, then I, I don't need to force it. Yeah. But I also don't know. I, like, I also know that, like, I, I'm, I, I don't need that. So, yeah. I, I am, I'm um, so sorry. I didn't meant it in a definitive way. What I'm trying to say is that I just see people for their own defense mechanisms when they choose not, like, when, when, it, when they choose to let it uh, flow. Like, I also have been in situations where we have had those moments but then it, it's, you know, it's, it could have been something, but it just doesn't. And that's in much respect. People can do what they do. And I, I just see why they choose to do what they do. It's, it's not at all like a generalist thing or like a, it, you know, it's like you said, it's, the flow is big. The flow is big. So whoever comes your way, you, whoever you encounter, there's going to be some kind of uh, exchange. And, and sometimes you're just sad to see uh, potential epiphanies and opportunities go away when you could actually build something a camaraderie camaraderie uh uh, some kind of support um in any any way it is but but people are i don't know you know it's we're all different people are busy yo busy busy, (laughs) but i mean like just busy because of the contemporary time like it's pulling us in so many ways can I ask what? you something? Do you feel like people are way busier now than they were before the pandemic? Because the, seriously, I feel like people are way busier now than they were before. I don't know what happened. And yeah, I mean, I, mean like, I felt this and we spoke about it in, in like I'm teaching a course with two other friends. And, yeah. And um, there, there is definitely a, a compensation, overcompensation. Like there's a currently a space where you're trying to gauge what is your enough or what is my too much Mm. and so everyone is you know there is defaults that we know and we back in these offices or we back in these spaces that we did before Mm. and so you know there's a there's a bit of a dissonance in our in our beings uh in our in our ways of seeing how we were doing or what we were doing and i mean i just personally i would say that i'm feeling that I have taken on a little bit too much um, in these last days. And mm. I'm now getting into a space where I'm like, okay, like you can't end the year off with this madness. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. calm down, mm. uh, you know, get back to saying no, to say mm. yes. Um, <laughs> exactly. Just to make, just to be um, balanced. Also, yeah, but balance is one thing, but also to be fair to both yourself, but also to those that you want to give time to. Balance, you know? yeah, but, Cause, oh, yeah. Because when, you, when you're not doing that, then you're stretched and uh, being stretched is a little bit hard on yeah. both yourself. And You're not an I mean, if, if Yeah, if you're not, if, you know, if your work is people-based, then you know you've got to mm. be, you know, conservative with energy mm. at times. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and for almost a year and a half now, many of our interactions when it comes to making money to pay rent has been based off, you know, devices that we speak into that yeah. link us, us up with other people. So there is like there's a there's a hurdle of some sort that we're trying to get past or yeah. um, through or over. Mm. And um, I'm trying to remind myself of slower, slower things and of older things. Mm. Mm. Um, and to try and be cognizant that it's not just me, it's also a bunch of other people. Mm. And um, how can we like encourage each other? You know, how can we live into these words that mm. we are also using or talking or saying? Mm. Um, because it's 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 crazy, man. It's yeah. there's, 
there's not much rest or there's rest for some and there's no rest for others. Not, but not really true rest, not really like complete true rest. The one without guilt too, because there's also rest, but the, there's also like the one completely without guilt. So it's, yeah, it's also redefining what true rest is. Um, but nonetheless, Abdul, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your thoughts. Um, I'm so honored to know you as a person in private, but also that you want to take a part of my podcast. I wish you the best, uh, best of luck, best of uh, perseverance and patience, and just the most rest you're av- like able to get in any way possible. I just really hope that for you, um, because we need it, and you need it, and I need it, and it's the most important uh, part. So thank you.